The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store and brought to you by Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Are you living the life you want? Are you prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. Now, here's this week's Capitalized Life and Retirement program with your host, Matthew Johnson. And welcome to today's episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. I hope you're having a splendid Saturday morning. I know that I am, and I'm so thankful to have you here with us. So today's episode is powered by the Retirement Income Store. And I know that this is something that I continue to really encourage you every Saturday to look into, but I'm going to encourage it again. We get so much valuable feedback from you as the listener. And when you tell me, hey, I went to the retirementincomestore.com website and man, you were right. There was a wealth of information there. I really had my eyes opened. That just really thrills me to death because that's what that website is there for. The retirement income store is the place that retirees go for income and not only income, They go there for the education on how to be able to safely invest their money in retirement. When you're looking at 20 to maybe even 30 years of retirement, you want to do this right and you want to make certain that you don't outlive your money. You don't outlive your assets. You want to make certain that they outlive you and that they're providing you that steady, consistent stream of income that you deserve. Well, let's start out today's episode by discussing a story that just happened to me here a couple of weeks ago. And I was dealing with a gentleman who just became my client and we were looking at his portfolio. He had worked for a large corporation. Most all of his life, he had been a do-it-yourselfer. He had worked very, very diligently to try to make certain that he had grown the nest egg for he and his wife. And they were looking forward to retirement. They were looking forward to all the different things that they could do in retirement. But he would have continued to work, but his physical body was just not able to handle the demanding type of work that he had been involved in. And so he was pretty much to a position where he had to retire. And one of the questions that I had asked him initially was that, you know, as a do-it-yourselfer, why is it that you're deciding at this phase of your life to work with a fiduciary, work with myself? And he said, well, you know, we're to the point where I'm not going to have the time in retirement that I would like to dedicate to handling my own affairs, or at least to the extent that I had been. You know, my job previously gave me the opportunity to technology, gave me the accessibility to all the wealth of information that I needed for investing. And, you know, once I retire, Matthew, I just want to spend as many years as I possibly can, just being with my wife and just doing the things that we've really sacrificed doing up until this point. And that made total sense. But then it dawned on me as we were going through the list of assets 
there was a lot of spring cleaning that we needed to do because this gentleman had pretty much been focused 100% on his million dollar account on just basic growth type investments. And he had some things in there that were, man, they had really gone south on him. And so he was down capital loss from what he had purchased it for. And so we were discussing back and forth how we were going to liquidate some of these positions. And I was forewarning him some of these liquidations were going to realize some losses for him, which he was already very well aware of. And we'd already gone through and looked at what the taxation would be for the gains if he sold anything at a gain. And he already knew about his deductions for the realized losses. And so anyway, I pitched this number to him and he said, well, that's really kind of nothing. He said, I'm still already working off from 280000 of realized losses. That brought a whole new dynamic to the conversation. I said, Hank, let me ask you, is the reason why you're hiring me as a fiduciary, maybe because you realize that as much as you have accomplished You've also taken a fair bit of losses. And he kind of hung his head a little bit and he said, yeah. He said, I no longer want to be responsible for losing money for my wife and I. And I realized at that very moment that this gentleman had grown humble enough to realize that he needed help. He knew that he was making the most important transition that he had made in a very long time from working and accumulating and earning and saving to now the distribution phase of his life. And I totally understood. And I believe that he was completely honest with me when he told me that he really couldn't commit the time to watching his investments like he had, but he also realized that he didn't want to be responsible for potentially making a major mistake as he aged. And I realized at that moment that there is a time and a place to hand over the reins. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value. And we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step. Reach out at 866 866- 2903837 that's 8662903837 you know it was earlier this year in 2020 i think it was around february that warren buffett i have no idea how old warren buffett is and he's a very wise man he has a lot of very wonderful observations and you know he has i believe a heart of gold he's he's done a lot to try to influence young investors to get involved and to make smart decisions. And he'll be the first to acknowledge that all of his decisions that he's made haven't been the right ones. He's made a lot of major mistakes that have cost him millions of dollars. But he comes out in February of 2020 and he says, I have no plans to retire. And you could almost hear some of the investors that invest in Berkshire Hathaway go, oh, (laughs) you know what? There is a time and a place to hand over the reins. 
Now, I'm not saying that Warren Buffett needs to hand over the reins, but this got me to thinking about today's episode that Hank taught me a very valuable lesson, that there was a number of reasons why those that are fiduciarily financially savvy within their own investment portfolios, the do-it-yourselfers, why there is a time and a place for them to at least begin to hand over the reins. And the number one reason is mortality. You know, as we age and we get older, we have to acknowledge that, you know, death can come in many different forms and death can come sooner than what any of us expect. And if we're a spouse, if we're married, if we have a loved one at home, we don't want to leave and burden that surviving spouse with the responsibility of trying to put all the pieces of the puzzle together and to try to figure out what we've been doing. Not only that, but I find that many do-it-yourselfers, they get all juiced up. They get all excited about being able to play the markets or play stocks or do the stock picking. And yet their spouse is the polar opposite. Their spouse wants nothing to do with financial investing. They just simply rely upon the other spouse to do that for them. But so many of my clients that were do-it-yourselfers have reached out and hired me as a fiduciary because they realize that they're getting to that age where if mortality does strike, they may not be able to have the confidence to know that their spouse will make good decisions. And so to them, it was having a relationship already built into the package, having a spouse that had the knowledge, a spouse that had the rapport, the relationship built with a financial advisor, one that he or she could trust. And so they hired me early on so that that relationship was already in place so that when death did occur, it was not such a major transition. It was not such a major mental anguish or anxiety for that surviving spouse. And so in that case, handing over the reins, at least in part, wasn't a bad idea. Another reason that I've seen is the confusion over the complexity that is in the market today. Today, we have some of the most complex markets. We have some of the most complex type of investments. And as mergers and acquisitions and as investment companies change names and change products and replace this product with that product, and they do what's called crosswalking, where that mutual fund type over there no longer ceases to exist. And so they're moving you over to this mutual fund over here because this one is of equal value or equal type of design. As you age and you get older, all of a sudden you realize, my goodness, I'm getting more and more confused because I thought I had this, but then this changed over here. I didn't even choose to make that change, and yet it just changed. And so there's a growing confusion over the complexity. Having all your eggs spread in so many different directions. I remember many, many, many years ago, I've been doing this for 23 years now, but very early on in my career, I remember this gentleman walking in, sitting down at the table with he and his wife, and he had the largest three-ring binder I'd ever seen in my life. It was six-inch spine. I didn't even know they made three-ring binders that big. And I asked him a question about how he invested his money, and I was just trying to kind of wrap my mind around what this big three-ring binder was. And he said, well, 
that's not in this three-ring binder, honey. I need the other one. So she had to go out to the car, and she brings in another three-ring binder. And it was just as big. This gentleman had his money spread between 14 different financial institutions. And he realized the need to be able to consolidate his dollars, consolidate what he was doing with his money. Because he realized that there was likely to be overlap. In other words, so many different financial institutions may have been investing the money in similar ways and he didn't realize it. Yes, they had a different name. They had a different title, but they were overlapping each other, which meant that he was doubling up on the different types of investments he was doing, not intentionally, but by default because he had so many. He also knew in the back of his mind that he had conflicts He knew that with so many different institutions, so many different investment accounts, that he could have the potential that there was one entity, one institution that was doing something that was in direct conflict with what another one was doing. So it was washing each other out. And he realized at that moment that as he had become so spread, so thin, that now he potentially had conflicts going on within his own realm of money and investing. I really encourage you to stick with the second half because we're going to be discussing some really heavy things that are going to be very, very likely touching a nerve on what you do with your money. And I want you to be on guard and on point to see that these things are very real and you're not the only one that it happens to so many investors today. If you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So stick with us. We will be right back. You're listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. Have you missed any of today's program? No problem. You can hear all of our shows online anytime, 24-7 at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. After a certain age, you shouldn't be overexposed to stock market risk. Yet, you might still be trying to squeeze every last drop out of today's market. And although fixed income investment can offer less risk than stocks, it doesn't mean you have to sacrifice return. In fact, recently, some fixed income investments have actually outperformed stocks. But yet, you're still waiting to act. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local Retirement Income Specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. The Retirement Income Store, where retirees go for income. Welcome back to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson, powered by the Retirement Income Store. And welcome back to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement Show. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a great day. If you're just joining us, we're talking about 
handing over the reins when it comes to your investments and retirement. And that can sound like a very negative thing, but as we covered in the first half of our episode, the story of Hank and how Hank really realized that he didn't want to be responsible for potentially jeopardizing the welfare of his spouse after he passed away. And so there's a number of reasons why as an investor ages, if they're a do-it-yourselfer or they've handled most of the investments, that it's so crucial and also so very beneficial for that do-it-yourselfer to be able to start to implement someone that can help that surviving spouse when that day does come. Building the rapport could be from a sense of mortality. Well, if I pass away, my spouse may not be able to take over and really have the understanding of what I've experienced and what I've learned over the course of the last 20, 30 years. It could be the confusion over the complexity of how financial investments have morphed and become more challenging. They've become more confusing because of the complexity of how different custodians have designed their products and their investments. And you can't find the information that you want to find. It seems like there's a world of fine print written by lawyers for lawyers. You try reading through a prospectus and you say, my goodness, I, I don't even know what I'm reading. And so you file 13 it. But there's a few others that I think are also notable that I've experienced in my 23 years as a fiduciary. It's forgetfulness with age. You know, this is something that I watched with my grandparents. I've watched it with my own parents. My father's passed. My mother's still around. And you know what? It's not always that as you age, you tend to become more forgetful. But it's happened more than once that as I've worked with individuals, as they've aged, they have grown more and more forgetful. It could be the starts of dementia. It could be the starts of Alzheimer's. And you know, when it comes to your money, at least in particular, to pre-tax money, money that's sitting in 401ks and 403bs and IRAs and 457 plans, and the list goes on and on of those retirement accounts that we have in our life that are all pre-tax, that they have certain rules, they have certain requirements. They call them required minimum distributions. And if you are growing in age, but you're also growing more forgetful and you forget to take that required minimum distribution, as does happen, now you're facing a 50% penalty, 5-0, highest in all of IRS code. And so you realize that as you age, if you potentially have a family member, if you've had Alzheimer's and dementia in your family, it can be one of the signs that as you age, you want to maybe develop that relationship with a fiduciary to be able to help you if that would begin to become a part of your life. Beneficiary designations. So many different individuals will come in and I will help them review how their money is allocated, but then I will also help them understand where they're directing their money. And I find that probably six out of 10 times, most of the accounts that I review are listing individuals that are no longer around or individuals that are no longer relevant or individual names have changed because of a divorce or a name change in a marriage. 
Priorities have changed within the family dynamics. And so as a result, beneficiary designations are something that are so simple and yet they're so crucial. And individuals forget who they've listed. They forget to review their beneficiary designations. Even more important is if you've gone to the extent of preparing for yourself an estate plan. Let's say that you've created a trust and yet you've been out and you have decided to open up a CD over here. Maybe you purchased an annuity over there. Maybe you opened a brokerage account or you changed advisors or you changed institutions and the titling on that account is not correct. Now, all of a sudden, where your goal, your emphasis was to try to avoid probate, it was to try to avoid all of the unnecessary costs that can take place when a person passes. Now you've jeopardized all of that proper planning because you no longer had that amount of money that you invested in that CD, that annuity, that brokerage account. Now titled correctly, now being deposited into that trust that you had created so that you could avoid all those unnecessary costs. Number two is costs in general. You know, when have you ever known for costs to go down? I know that there's very few things in this world that it appears that the cost is going down. I know what happens, but you know, I was helping a gentleman review just the other day, a mutual fund that he had. And he said, boy, this mutual fund, it seems to have really been doing well. And I said, okay. And we looked at the performance and yeah, he was not doing too bad. It looked as though it was going up about five, five and a half percent per year over the course that he had owned it about the last three years. But then we got inside that mutual fund and it was absorbent fees, 12B1 fees, expense ratios. The list went on and on. And I realized that this gentleman was owning this mutual fund, not really understanding the costs that were embedded inside. And so when I brought it to his attention, he said, wow, I never knew that the costs were there. I didn't realize that I was paying that. He said, that's kind of a ripoff. I'm loving them almost as much as I'm loving me. And I said, exactly. So had you not been paying the absorbent fees that you were paying on this particular fund, do you think that it would have performed better? Do you think it would be worth more today? And the answer was, of course, a resounding yes. Reach out to me at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. But the last one is the biggest one. You remember our friend Hank. And Hank had a good heart. Hank had really done a very good job, despite the fact that he had well over $280,000 worth of losses. And he knew that he was transitioning from the accumulation stage to the distribution stage. He knew that his years of experience of stock picking and mutual fund investing had been one that was filled with challenges and it was filled with lessons. And he had learned many of them and he had made good money. But now he understood that he was in unfamiliar territory. 
the message of investing your money for income, income that would preserve your principal, preserve your assets for the duration of your lifetime, things that would be able to provide he and his wife the income that they wanted so that they could take the trip to Ireland that they had always wanted to take, to be able to see the parts of the country in an RV that they had never been able to drive before because they had always sacrificed and saved so that someday they could own it. And this idea that even if he left this world and his wife Cynthia was left behind, he wanted to know that she was taken care of and that she had the income. He didn't want her to be strapped and stressed with all the responsibility of what he had done. Because he knew his wife better than anyone. And he knew that Cynthia didn't want to have anything to do with investing. And so he said, Matthew, I want the right type of investments for the right stage of life that I'm now going into. And you know, I know about common stock. I know about mutual funds. I know all those things. But I also know that those things aren't going to be able to provide us the income that we want to have. And the fact that your responsibility as a fiduciary is to be able to help protect my money and to give me that four, five, six, seven percent interest and dividends. That's what I'm looking for. And that's the reason I'm hiring you. You see, Hank knew his limitations. And Hank knew that there was all sorts of unpredictabilities in this life. But he didn't have to add to the unpredictabilities by trying to learn a new universe of investing, a new strategy of investing. He knew that if he simply cut to the chase and he worked with someone that was in this world, the world of fixed income, if he could develop that relationship today, not only if there was another downturn, could he potentially save more of his money from loss as he had experienced over the years. But he would be able to sleep better at night, knowing that his principal was still producing that income. Why? Because you see, when you're in growth type investments, maybe you've never had anyone share this with you before, but growth type investments produce very little income. Sometimes they produce no income at all, no interest, no dividends. And so growth type investments have to engineer the income. That means that you have to sell the shares. You have to sell your principal. Think of it this way. If you owned an apartment complex, multiple condos, let's say, and it was worth a million dollars and you needed income and you just simply said, well, I'll just go ahead and I'll just sell off the condos. I'll just sell a condo. And when I'm out of money, I'll just sell another condo. Well, eventually what's going to happen is you're going to run out of condos. Make that analogy farm ground. You have 100 acres. Well, you only have 100 acres. If you sold an acre every month to get your income and you live 101 months, how much dirt do you have left? So he understood the principle preserving what he had worked hard for. He understood the principle of getting that money that he had worked so hard for now working in a different way a way that was consistent and steadily providing the income that he needed so that he could take those trips. Whether it was first class in the air flight to Ireland or it was behind the wheel of the brand new Winnebago that he wanted to buy. 
And so you see, there is no shame in handing over the reins. And I don't believe that this is an all or nothing situation. Even if you began to build that relationship today and you only began to give over a small portion to work with that fiduciary, to work with that financial advisor and to start to transition away from the G, the growth and into the income, the I. Now you're starting a plan of action and a strategy that can set you up for success. So I hope that this touched a nerve for you today if you're a do-it-yourselfer. I want to encourage you. There is so many good things about doing what you're doing, but you also have to know what your limitations are. And if you want the help, the help is available. It's right before your very eyes. And I encourage all of you as listeners, if you have questions, please go to our website, www.johnson, J-O-H-N-S-O-N, W-I-M stands for Wealth Income Management, dot com. And post your question to us. Reach out to us. Let us know what kind of topics you'd like to hear us discuss on each episode every Saturday morning. So in closing, remember, as I always say, it's up to you to make today a great day. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Matthew Johnson. That's all the time we have for today. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew off the air, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. And for more information, visit us online at johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. We will be back again next week at this same time for another Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson.